Hello there, writers. I'm Kristen Kiefer, and you are listening to episode number 25 of the Well-Storied Podcast, where I help writers craft sensational novels and build their very best writing lives. Today, I have a brand new blog post and corresponding podcast episode to share with you guys on a topic I probably love a little bit too much. Conflict. Specifically, conflict in stories, of course. Today's episode is called What is external conflict? Pretty good question, right? And we're going to give a complete breakdown of what external conflict is and how you can weave it seamlessly into your own story. To read along as you listen, make sure to catch our podcast transcript, aka the corresponding blog post article, over at well-story.com slash blog. All set? Let's go. Conflict drives narrative. As humans, our curiosity peaks when two forces oppose one another. What is happening, we ask? Why are these two forces at odds? How will the conflict play out? Who will win? What would I do if I were in that situation? These are the questions that readers ask, more or less subconsciously, as they read, which means they're also exactly the kinds of questions writers should ask themselves when crafting plots for their stories. In stories, as in life, there are two types of conflict, internal and external. Internal conflicts are the mental, emotional, or spiritual struggles a person faces, so character versus self, which we'll talk about in a new blog post and podcast episode very soon. Today, however, we are going to focus on the second type of struggle, external conflict. Shall we dive right into the breakdown? I think so. Let's talk about the four main types of external conflict. External conflict is the struggle a character faces against an outside force. That force, however, isn't limited to just a simple antagonist. External conflict can actually be categorized into four main types, which we're now going to break down. The first being character versus character conflict. In this type of conflict, one character struggles against another, though the source of the struggle can vary. For example, both characters may want the same goal. An example of this would be to survive the Hunger Games. We could also say that both characters may want different goals, but one or both characters stand in the way of the other's success. An example of this would be from An Ember in the Ashes by Sabata Hir, in which the main character Laia is a slave that spies on the woman who is the one enforcing martial rule on the kingdom. Another example would be that one character may wish to prevent the other from wreaking havoc or destruction, so your classic hero versus villain type story. An example of this would be Kel from A Darker Shade of Magic, who fights cold-hearted usurpers that I won't name because it gets a little bit spoilery. Another example would be that one character may wish to harm the other out of hatred, spite, or greed. An example of this would be Bonzo in Ender's Game, who tries to hurt Ender for embarrassing him. And finally, another type of character versus character conflict would be when one character simply wants what the other has and tries to harm that other character in some way in order to gain it. An example would be Renly from A Clash of Kings by George R.R. Martin, who tries to usurp the Iron Throne from Joffrey and to keep his brother Stannis from getting it as well. This type of conflict can be motivated by many things. Survival, by pride, by love, 
morality or duty, or any number of other factors. The key, however, to a strong character versus character conflict lies in having both parties developed equally, each with their own strong goals, their own solid motivations for wanting to achieve those goals, the agency to take their own action, and the humanity to actually, actually and accurately portray such a personal conflict. If you're looking for a resource to help you develop these elements in a much easier way, may I suggest checking out Wellstroid's most popular workbook. The guiding questions in the Prewrite Project are great for helping you lay out the external conflict in your story, plus pretty much anything else you need to do as part of the prewriting process with ease. To check that out, make sure to go on over to well-droid.com and click on the workbooks category uh, option right up there in your top navigation. So let's talk about the next type of external conflict, and that is character versus society. In this type of conflict, a character struggles against some element of society, whether it be a corrupt government, a religious system, socialized mindsets like homophobia, misogyny, and racism, economic issues like a recession or layoffs or bankruptcy, inequality or social expectations. Many desires, including survival, stability, human rights, happiness, freedom, justice, and morality, may motivate a character to take action against their society in this style of story. It's also worth noting that many stories that feature a character versus society conflict also have strong internal conflicts that are intricately and inherently tied to the main character's external struggle. Examples of stories that feature strong character versus society conflicts include The Giver by Lois Lowry, The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury, Mockingjay by Suzanne Collins, and of course, Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare. The third main type of external conflict is character versus nature. Perhaps the simplest of all types of external conflict in stories that feature a character versus nature storyline, the main character struggles against an animal, or the weather, or the terrain, most often motivated by simple, sheer survival. Just like character versus society conflicts, this type of struggle is often accompanied by strong internal conflict that forces the main character to confront personal issues and beliefs while fighting to survive in their physical landscape. Examples of popular stories that feature a character versus nature conflict include The Martian by Andy Weir, The Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway, The Mountain Story by Laurie Lansons, Life of Pi by Jan Martel, and Jaws by Peter Benchley. The fourth and final main type of external conflict that you can use in your story is character versus technology. In this type of external conflict, a character must fight against some element of technology, most often motivated by the will to survive or to protect others in danger. In most character versus technology stories, the struggle between the main character and the opposing technology highlights human imperfection, greed, and fragility, utilizing strong internal conflict that showcases technology's effect on society and or the human mind. Examples of popular books that feature a character versus technology plotline include The City of Ember by Jean Duprau, I, Robot by Isaac Asimov, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep 
by Kil- uh, by Philip K. Dick. Excuse me. Uh, this is the basis, by the way, for the film Blade Runner, if that sounds familiar. And finally, we have Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, which may not seem like it's character versus technology at first, um, but it's largely considered so because technology is used to create the monster that then turns into a very bad experiment and uh, bad things happen. Most stories feature a core conflict built around one specific type of external conflict. But that doesn't mean that the other types of conflict can't appear in individual scenes or sequences throughout your book. It's also not uncommon for secondary characters to have their own arcs that feature a separate type of conflict from that of the main character. The key is to make sure that both conflicts tie together for a cohesive story. With that said, how do we weave external conflict into our stories? Remember, conflict is the crux of any good story. A story's core arc can either feature an external or an internal conflict, And this is what will define a story as either plot or character driven. But it's not at all uncommon for a single story to contain both types of conflict. In fact, I personally encourage it, as I believe that external and internal conflict provokes consequences that are inextricably tied. We are going to talk more about why this is the case in our next article and podcast episode on the blog. Well, it'll definitely be the next episode, or the next article on the blog, but the next episode will probably be one of our Well-Storied Podcast archived episodes, but keep an eye out over the next several episodes for that um, breakdown of internal conflict. But for now, let's focus back on external arcs. Specifically, how do we build and weave external conflict into a strong plot for our stories? The key for this lies in mapping out some of the elements we talked about earlier in our podcast episode. Begin by asking yourself these questions. First, what does my main character want? In other words, what is their story goal? Two, why do they want to achieve that goal? What is motivating them to take action? Three, who or what opposes my main character as they work to achieve their goal? Four, why does the antagonist or the antagonistic force oppose my main character in the first place? What motivates them? Five, what steps will both parties take to work toward achieving their goals? Or if your story features an antagonistic force rather than an antagonist, how will that force actively present problems that my main character must overcome? Six, you want to ask yourself, how will this ongoing conflict end. In other words, how will the climax of your story play out? And finally, ask yourself which force comes out on top. Is there a clear winner that emerges from this core conflict of your story? Once you've mapped out the answers to these questions, it is so much easier to simply continue on laying out your character arcs, aka your internal conflicts, your themes and thematic statements, and so many other important story elements. But more on those elements in future articles and podcast episodes here at Well Storied. Writers, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Well Storied podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, make sure to head on over to well-storied.com blog to check out the transcript and share your concerns with me in the comments there. 
If you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast and would like to support future episodes, make sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you're listening in from. And if you'd like to help support all that I create for Well Storied, the articles, the workbooks, the newsletter, this podcast, etc., you can do so at patreon.com slash wellstoried. No dash in there, just wellstoried straight through. All right, guys, thank you all again for listening in and supporting this podcast. It truly means to the world to me to be able to chat with you guys every week and just to know how much you're enjoying it. Thank you guys so much. You rock. I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.